so we can start now. What are, what are we starting? <laughs> I feel like we're already knee-deep into this. Yeah, hey, everyone. Welcome to Neighbor Science, the only <laughs> podcast about political economy and anime. This is going to be a long intro. I am Ryan Salisbury. I'm Chris Nivens. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm Chloe. The person saying, uh, is Chloe. That's you. Uh, <laughs> I also said, uh. <laughs> oh, that's trademark. True Goth Angel Sinners. <laughs> yeah, it's a neighbor science Goth Angel My Sinners turn? crossover. And Reed's here. <laughs> and Reed. Yeah, me. Reed. <laughs> we got Reed. Three time guest, I think. Reed? Yeah. yeah I guess Hell yeah, so. dude. Three time champ beating these losers at their own game. Yeah, whatever game that is. I think you've been on the podcast more than Peter now, actually. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Peter owned. I've been on the podcast since Peter was here. I have. I talked about anime. Hmm. That's true. I also yep. talked about anime. So, uh, today we don't have any particular topic. Uh, we good have... Plan. A good episode coming up next plan. week. This one's going to be bad, actually. It's going to be a very no, bad This is going to be the top-rated episode. This is going to be the, the best neighbor science episode ever. <laughs> i got to put out more content like that. Uh, so I do have a list of things uh, that I'm vaguely interested in covering. One, one main one is uh, I played this board game Ugh. last week called Secret Where? Hitler. Oh, oh yeah, and it just made me so fucking mad. Yeah, and I'm already. Mad. I think True will be able to contribute to this because True, you seem to know the most out of us about the history of like the rise of Hitler and stuff. I don't want to do. I wonder why that is. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> strange interest. But like, uh, so the concept of the game is like you you get like secret cards at the beginning that tell you whether you're like. A fascist or a liberal. Those are the only two choices. Oh, fuck. Because so that's all the politics was back then, the just like game. it is now. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm uh, Rosa Luxemburg. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so, so no Rosa Luxemburg, but there is a Hitler, and uh, one person is Hitler. Ryan. And so basically, what's in Germany like, without a Luxemburg but a Hitler? <laughs> oh my god. The 30s. Ryan. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to buy it. Uh-huh. You get a rotating president, so each person takes turns being the president. They pick yeah. a chancellor, and then uh, the president picks three policies, like their little cards, and then passes two of them to the chancellor, and then the chancellor puts one on the board. And it could be either a liberal policy or a fascist policy. Which we know are different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's one thing. And then like the other thing is, like, so the victory condition is just, like, liberals stay in power for long enough. Like yeah, <laughs> that is the opposite of reality. Long enough right. to bring to life Super Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the game should just um, be that like on one side of the card it says fascist, on the other side of the card it says liberal, and you just turn them all over at the end. <laughs> you just roll. You, you just flip a coin and figure out which one <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it seems to be. <laughs> oh Jesus! What a fucking travesty! Yeah. So, like, the whole time we were playing, I was like, uh, I just want to let everyone know that I'm a communist and not a liberal. <laughs> That's always such a power move in those secret identity games, saying <laughs> what you are, or just lying about what you are, and pretending like you're telling right. the truth. Right. Well, if you're like, a fascist, the whole goal is to lie about who you are. And say, say, oh, you know, no, I'm actually a liberal. Yeah, yeah you see, everyone's super advanced game because lying is built in. 
Kind of like Clue. Yeah. yeah. What if you just came out and said like, uh, like I'm the fascist, then nobody would believe. You just you come out, you find out you're Hitler, and then you come out and you're like, uh, you my brain is still in recovery mode from taking in all these high level ideas. Oh no, it's just you know your teenage years so awkward finding out you're Hitler, all that. <laughs> and it happens to all of us at some point. Right? Yeah, yeah. Throwing mustaches in funny places. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see that article about like the oh my son was alt right for a couple months and it was the worst experience <laughs> because I didn't know what the fuck to do because he has counterpoints for everything. Oh yeah, I, I saw like excerpts of it and I was like, Jesus, this is pathetic. <laughs> my that. son was Hitler like... for a phase and now I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> it sounds like the 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 real thrust of the article is I'm very stupid. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I love how the ending is writing. <laughs> uh, one of the inherent flaws of games like Secret Hitler is that not only is it just, you know, this kind of, you know, implausibly binaristic, you know, uh, two-party system, if you will, um, <laughs> but also that it's, you know, ahistorical in the sense that, like, oh, just liberals and fasc, you know, just liberals and fasc, and they're totally not, not the same, you know, and, but also, like, that because it's a game set in this kind of weird, bizarre fantasy world, uh, there's two things that uh, aren't present in that that are present in actual fucking politics, which is one, uh, you can change your views or someone else can change your views. And two, right. that you can fucking organize. Uh, and, and it sounds like in the game, there's just these two immutable sides and you just all kind of like, like, there's no way to find out. It sounds like that somebody's a fascist without just kind of, like, guesswork. Um, whereas, like, if anybody paid attention yeah. to anybody in real life, which we're trying to make people do now, it's pretty fucking obvious where the fascists are and what they're up to, you know? Um, yeah, well, like, if you're not a liberal, it is. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. The game is designed the thing is only that This for game is school. actually a very accurate, like, uh, portrayal of how liberals see the world. <laughs> Yes, no, that's, that's a true. Good yeah, the policies yeah, don't yeah. mean anything. The right. policies don't actually mean anything. It's just points right. to your team scores, and there's two teams, right. and right. you're on one or the other. And uh, and the fascists and, could, like, the communists would be on the fascist side as well because they're in their the minds. Yeah, yeah, because they want to feed. Damn, people <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a stunning critique of the liberal worldview. It's great. Actually, Spears. <laughs> I was talking to a liberal friend of mine today and um, she said something like, and this is like, we're, we were texting back and forth because we're both bored at our own jobs and, you know, that's not typical at all, right? But so she said some shit about how she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit like nervous about the future. And I'm like, yeah, you should be, you should prepare. And she's like, yeah, I really want to like up my survival skills. But then she said, um, you know, it sounds scary to learn how to shoot. But I was like, well, just like think about it as like any tool, blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, wait, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to shoot a gun. And I was like, yeah, uh, nobody should want to shoot a gun. And then she's like, but wait, what are you arguing? Are you saying I should? And I was like, yeah, you should be able to shoot a gun. And then she's like, no. And then she like pulled this liberal shit out. And then I was like, okay, so how do you feel about a crossbow? <laughs> and, then she, and then she just didn't seem to mind that one. And I was like, okay. Weird. Like, yeah. It's fun? just like you tell her fucking symbolic Consider shit. that maybe uh, it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> most people shoot guns because it's fun. I think. Yeah, yeah. The thing about crossbows, crossbows though, is they can go through level four trauma plates. 
So you could actually kill a U.S. military guy with a crossbow. Exactly. Yeah, and this is the beauty. No. I mean, uh, neighbor science does not endorse the killing of U.S. military personnel in any way, shape, yeah. or form. They neighbor science, we do, neighbor science does endorse crossbow shooting crossbows. <laughs> uh, Chloe is not a member of neighbor science. <laughs> hey, I yeah. I have access to your social media. <laughs> yeah. She also brought up uh, this uh, bizarre story that I don't know if you all have uh, seen it, but um, this uh, uh, set of people in Bavaria were found dead in a hotel room uh, with multiple okay. crossbow bolts in them. Um, and okay. they, they, had re- <laughs> they had apparently just gone quietly up together, like the three people, this like older guy and these two like 30-year-old women, um, to, their, to their hotel room with like a Coca-Cola and a bottled water. <laughs> And then the next morning they were found by like room service or some shit with multiple crossbow bolts. And like, and it seemed like maybe a murder suicide. People weren't really sure. Um, the people who found them were like, yeah, like uh, we, we noticed them last night. They were kind of weird. They were kind of gothy. And I was like, I don't know if I should love or hate that. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then it turned out that like when they investigated the homes of these three different people, um, there were two more dead women found in one of their homes with crossbow bolts in them. And so like, it sounds like some kind of bizarre, like five person death cult that maybe just had, or there's a crossbow serial killer or there's a crossbow serial killer who knew these people or something or obsessed over them. Probably, yeah. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, my guess. Uh, Ramsey probably went to the same metal shows as yeah. them. Yeah, probably. So that's like a fun little, uh, I Damn. guess they don't have to endure climate change. Um, <laughs> And shit. Maybe they're ecofash. Maybe they're ecofash. Who knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> Death metal guys like going in the forest, so it's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what else do I have on here? So there's uh, we could talk about uh, Joe Biden or Brunig's sovereign wealth fund. Wait, is this a bet or like uh? Uh, like a yay nay thing. There two two uh, branching timelines that we could step into. Okay, I okay. I do my best to completely ignore Brunig in every way, so I wouldn't have anything <laughs> yeah. to say about that. I also try to ignore Biden. Yeah, I kind of try to ignore <laughs> Biden too. So I I don't really have much to say on either. Of those. Aren't they like the same person? He just made me so mad this week with his the the video clip that was circulating from like 2007. Where he's talking about going going to the hood and like telling black men to wear condoms. Oh wow, what a what a stand up fella. Yeah. Um, this of course, was only twelve years ago. <laughs> which one of them which one of them is this? <laughs> say what? Uh, I was gonna say this is the same motherfucker who recently said that like you should be able to be fired by robots. So like, you know that's a class. Oh, Brunig? Yeah. 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 Brunig, yeah. Yes. Like, hey, black men, wear condoms. Like, what? Who are you? And then, like, <laughs> by the way, I think robots should be in charge of firing, like. Oh, you're still talking about Biden. I think you're talking about Brunig now because Brunig no. also thinks that. No, I, I'm saying Brunig. Right, right. You didn't okay. specify which one you said. You need the to thing. specify <laughs> who said things. Yeah. Oh. Now this is chaos. This is I what mean, I was. It was Joe Biden that said the. Oh, okay, thing. okay. I mean, I would uh, believe it from either of them, so that's the problem. Incidentally, the only other topic I have written down is robots taking jobs. So uh, I guess we, we can go. go to, we can pivot to that. Robot, since no one cares about the other two things. Robot managers need yeah. to wear condoms. 
when they fuck up. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't or, need... Uh, mostly because I don't want uh, white lithium grease in my asshole. Exactly. Yeah, I don't need, need rust getting into my fissure. Sounds painful. You fuck the Chinese sperm bank <laughs> robot that jerks you off. That's important. Yeah. It's yeah. like... It's like the same thing. Like you know, they never wipe the mic down between people at karaoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every everyone. Yeah, you just maybe imagine uh, going singing karaoke after someone that was doing pickleback shots all night. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Probably yeah. the worst thing ever. <laughs> sad right. that those robots are worse than being waterboarded. It's sad that those robots are taking the jobs of people who jerk people off at sperm banks. <laughs> that's a job, oh, right? Man. Yeah, well, I was like, that's my, my backup if this degree thing doesn't work out. <laughs> but now there's a robot that, you know, taken, jobs taken. You know, this is this is contrary to the usual Republican line, I guess. But you know, are they job creators or are they job automators? You know? But I guess they're anti-sex workers, so, so... it kind of makes sense. Uh, Chloe's brother just signed on, I guess. He hasn't joined the voice chat yet, though. Tell him to bring something to the potluck. Uh, uh, make sure you wipe have... down the mic as you use it. Yeah. I don't have any food in this house. <laughs> Do you have booze or uh, other substances? Oh, probably. Okay, well then that's fine. We'll just live off of beer calories. So, um. what do y'all think about the actual prospects at this point in in our uh, you know ever building history of uh, robots actually taking jobs because I'm more skeptical of it now than I used to be. I used to be like full on like zeitgeist movement, right. techno optimist. Like uh, you know everything's going to be automated by like you know 2020. Basically, is probably what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I have- Oh, well, uh, someone else talk. Ahead, I have thoughts, but I, I'd rather not talk first about it because I'm not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? Yeah, um, I, I think that, like, this is one of those things where the economists are going to, like, get into a bunch of fucking garbage terminology, like skilled and unskilled labor, um, and the business people will just be, like, floundering as they generally do with, like, fucking... Um, you know, expenses and marketing and like, who are we as a business? And like, what's the future look like, you know? And, uh, so like, I think that like, there's going to be a lot of, yeah, like, like obstacles to actual, like pervasive automation of just like normal jobs. Uh, I think automation is a big concern for like manufacturing jobs, but that's already happened for the most part. Um, Uh Right, because that's the kind of thing you can automate, right? And we, we kind of, I think a lot of us who are like uh, uh, thinking about automation in more like kind of realistic terms these days as much as we can um, are kind of aware that like there's just certain things you can't automate. There's like kind of uh, human intelligence. There's like social intelligence issues. So there's going to be, I think, econ and business types are probably going to figure out how to tier their um, labor uh, according to things that can and can't be automated according to their estimation. And then they'll just like, as usual, use like the quote unquote market to just shove poor quality shit down our throats with the automated products uh, and services. Sort of like when, when you think about like, Oh, you know, all these fucking asshole fluff pieces on 
on media and shit about, oh, you know, your next barista could be a vending machine robot, you know, and like, you're like, dude, I already had, there's already a fucking coffee machine in my office. There's already, you know, this shit. Like half of your job as a barista is getting yelled at by people who are like yeah, mad yeah. at their life. So exactly. a robot could not replace that role. Exactly. That's literally like most of the um most of the work of a barista uh, yeah. most of the value of a barista. Or to talking customer. to lonely dudes, being being a, a cute teenage girl and talking to lonely forty year olds. Exactly, exactly. Um and and basically to perform emotional labor and to be yep. like a vessel for fantasy, you know, and, and so forth. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, and so I think that, you know, like there's going to be limited automation in sort of um, what do you call it? Like more like uh, things like, yeah, like it's going to be uh, like mechanization, but with computers, shit. basically, I think. Right, right. They're going to they're going to find like points of opportunity in like um, on the map, you know, like I said, like points in like airports and in malls and shit like that, you know, and like Japan already has that kind of thing with the vending machines. Um but I think like automated distribution, sure. Automated manufacturing, that's already there. Automated like limited functions that, you know, again, like this is, this is stuff that we've expected for a while anyway. It's not necessarily going to be take our jobs. It's just going to be like, they're going to use it as an excuse to be like, well, you add less value to the work now, even though you're more productive, right? It's just going to be part of the same trend overall. Um, and then they're going to just use that to ratchet up the different, like, kind of caste system uh, enforcement. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about the um, the idea that, uh, like, pay is based on skill. Because, like, uh, yeah. Murder, Brian, Murder Brian was talking about, like, he was arguing with someone on Twitter uh, who was like, uh, yeah, people's wages depend on their skills. And he was like, well, I used to be a roofer, and yep, that's a yep. really fucking hard job. That takes a lot of skill, and uh, I only made nine dollar, like nine fifty an hour. Yep. And they're like, "No, that's actually an unskilled job," but it's not really. And like, on the other hand, if you look at the high paying jobs, like there's a certain amount of intellectual like gatekeeping, but really, um, like you learn most of the skills that you need for the job on the job. Like they train you in what to do or you just have to figure it out yourself. So like either every job is a skill job or every job is an unskilled job because they, I think they both take like almost equal amounts of like skills training unless you get into like something really niche, like deep sea diving, which I would call that a skilled job. But like, yeah, being like a, a business manager, like you're not going to fucking know anything about that company before you get to the company. Yeah. So yeah, like, I was, yeah, it's unskilled because you're hired with no skills and you have to be trained on the job. Yeah. So I was actually, and then if you're like on a manufacturing assembly line, you have to be trained how to do yeah, the exactly thing that you're going to be right, doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, true. I think you were trying to. Cut so, and then I think, uh, in terms of automation, like I, the reason I put this on the list is like, I was listening to trash feature today and, uh, the person they had almost talking about how a lot of automated tasks are actually like, like he said that there's basically a news story every week about how this thing that we thought was automated is actually just being done by people in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like Alexa is one of those things. Right. Uh, yeah. Those characters where, like, contain a tiny woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I don't know. The like story, but I, I'm guessing that like some of the tasks that people ask him to ask it to do is like, 
They just have people in a in a call center essentially. Well, if you're aware, uh, just real quick, if you're aware of, I mean, uh, the Mechanical Turk thing that Amazon does. They brought that up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I've tried that before. It's, it's bullshit. Uh, yeah, it is. So, you it's, know, and it's yeah, actually it's, it's leveraging it's leveraging exchange rates and local economy against you know um, uh, essentially foreign labor. Yeah, it's like which then of course it's like disgusting. If you, yeah. If you've never gone on to Mechanical Turk. Like go on there and look at the tasks that are available to you. Yep. I mean, yeah. I I look I was looking at this in like 2013 or 2014. I was like unemployed and needed money, and like everything on there paid like ten cents. Yeah. Or if you were really lucky, it would pay a dollar. But it was like it would be like an hour's worth of work. It was just insane. Yeah, exactly. You know, I actually did the same thing. It's ridiculous. It's like uh. Write uh write five uh five hundred word articles about uh these products that we have. It's fucking ridiculous. It's and like, it pays like thirty cents. Yeah, it's active active devaluation in the market uh economy of actual like like labor, you know. Um and like yeah. I said, basically it forces you if you're in um a higher paying economy, right? It degrades your uh, essentially your, your sort of like labor power, if you will, um, because um, if you're willing to take that work to, you know, it's kind of like assholes who are like, oh, will you photograph my wedding and then I'll pay you an experience. It's like fucking <laughs> fucking shiv those people, first of all. Um, yeah. But also shiv everybody who came up with the Mechanical Turk idea uh, because it's, it's essentially it's implicit outsourcing. Um, and that, again, that's abuse of foreign labor. Right. Quote unquote foreign labor. And then that's in turn used to leverage against quote unquote domestic labor who can't afford to be paid only that much for their work unless they agree, which is, a, you know, it's, it's a fucking psychological manipulation that then feeds into the market logic um, and that Jeff Bezos can essentially end world hunger like a hundred fucking times and, and fuck that guy. I, I think the best example of why, like how bullshit automation is at this point is like the self checkout lines. Yeah. Where like all it does is like transfers the actual labor to a different person. Mm-hmm. Well, two two different people. So it goes from one cashier who's making, you know, a certain amount to run one register to one cashier who's running eight registers and all of the people that are checking their shit out. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, I think that touches on kind of an important concept like my my brief thoughts on this is like I have a friend uh, also named Chris who is like uh, his job is basically he's like an automation, industrial automation, like engineer repair guy. Um, So his job just like takes him all around the place going to factories with uh, broken down aging automation systems. And he has to like, you know, fix them and troubleshoot them and stuff. That's kind of what I, it's kind of the same almost with the, uh, the checkout line sort of thing is like, you know, the automation is more like just shifting the focus of the labor. So if right. you have the, right. the, the program or the robot automate one thing, then you also have to have somebody to fix the robot or correct the errors humans make using the robot. You know, so it's sort of like not really replacing labor. It's just kind of like changing the object of it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think if you had, like, a liberatory 
version of automation where it was actually, you know, reducing human toil and benefiting everyone, then if if the only jobs are to like fix the robots, I think that's fine. I think that's like the yeah. ideal outcome, really. See. Right, I think you're missing the point. You know, liberation is when um, you reduce my human toil. Mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a I fuck about it. So. Right, right, right. And I, I, I was gone right to make I it happen. Oh, that, that I have the right to create a pyramid of misery to reduce my own human toil. Um, and that there are some people in that pyramid who are willing to toil a little bit to abuse the rest so that they'll toil a lot. It's, it's simple. It's actually human nature, and it's the natural order of things. So I mean, it's been know. that way for uh, two hundred thousand years, or something like that. Um, right. You yeah. Know, ever since the know. Sumerians built the first automated checkout stand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why and they're considered the first with, like, civilization. Play yeah. jar batteries, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like ancient India had uh, UFOs, so that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a golden age of um, UFOs. Elon Musk has actually been alive for five thousand years. <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> yeah, I wonder a, if that's a thing. Like, um, he's been the one doing like, it. Like, we think whatever our whatever our <laughs> most recent technology is is like the peak the peak of technology. Like, uh, you know, people before computers existed, like saw like aircraft shaped things from ancient India, and were like, oh my god, they were like the most advanced civilization ever because they had aircraft. Whereas now we'd be like, ah, aircraft isn't that great, you know. But if they had computers, <laughs> right. that would be crazy. That'd right be now. impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so it's moving the goalposts like a good yes. conservative. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, yeah. so we covered... Years, be like, uh... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just—I was just going to recap. You know, we've covered um, goth crossbow murders and automation, <laughs> and and basically uh, everything. Yeah, that's basically to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, Reed, you said you wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Do we have any Game of Thrones people it. besides Chris in here? <laughs> see, Casey watches Game of Thrones. Okay. Everybody's pissed off about the last season because uh, the writers are supposedly ruining everyone's favorite characters. Yeah, but, I know literally everything that's happened because, because of, yeah. people have been so mad about it. It's actually I have like all the Game of, right? I have yeah. all the Game of Thrones words muted on my timeline, and I still have managed to get all of the events. I'm, what is everyone mad about? I I don't know. I'm unaware. Uh, I think they're yeah. spoiler alert. They're particularly mad about the latest episode where. Everybody's favorite um, queen, the dragon queen Daenerys, uh, trying to take the city. She gives into her uh, more violent, fascistic impulses and lets her dragon just like burn hundreds and thousands of civilians, uh, just because she wants to say "fuck you" to the to the queen she's fighting. Um, and everybody's like, oh, my God, they totally ruined her character. But uh, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. yeah, it was totally there the entire time. People that's just that's what uh, monarchs do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the take I've heard I don't is watch that they Game just, of Thrones, but they that just makes did it really sloppily. Like, uh, like they built it up, but they didn't properly like go out with it. Yeah. You know, like uh, they just rushed it. 
Uh, and then the <laughs> other thing that I've heard people be mad about is that uh, that Arya just like uh, killed the Night King with a with a dagger. Yeah, with, I mean, like, no big fight or anything like that. It's it's part of the like lore that dagger was would be able to do that and i actually expected that but not so suddenly so like my one critique of this season is like i agree that like um you know um like aria's dagger thing like that worked that was something that was built up to in the background um daenerys the dragon queen she was gonna torch a lot of people and she's already been doing it a lot and that is not supposed to be surprising but I do think, like, my critique yeah, is... Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Like, well, yeah, well, I was actually going to say she's the secret Hitler, to tie it back. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's why the world were freaking out, because they thought that she was Hillary and she's secret Hitler, and then they, they're not realizing that it's the same fucking thing. Um, she passed three fascist policies, and now she gets to kill everyone. Yes. Yes, exactly. And she's got great PR and aesthetics. Like, that's part of what's throwing people off, is they're like, but she's so pretty and nice. And you're like, is she nice, hand, though? Yeah. Is she nice? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. but like, I think that my one criticism is just that like the writing is a little bit rushed and and the pace is not great. And so people think we're kind of lurching through it. And apparently George R. R. Martin, the the actual author did say that like, in order to do justice to the plot development, they would need like more than one final season. So I'm like, okay, but he also has not written the final two fucking books. So like that's both on them and on him. So I think there's that. But I think, yeah, like, all, all these characters are doing what they would have done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just My, like uh, the end of Yu Yu Hakusho where, like, the uh, the producers of the manga, like, rushed the author. And so, like, yeah. he wrote the story that he intended to, but it was so compressed that it was, like, really sloppily executed. Yeah, yeah well, at least there's no filler. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I could go with some Game of Thrones filler episode. That would be fun. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan of filler episodes that are like, I like filler episodes that are like funny and just kind of like slice of life, getting to see like the characters doing something. Plot. The episode, like like the episode of Naruto, yeah, where filler. they try and see what's under filler. Kakashi's mask. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah, it's really <laughs> a really fun episode. So that, yeah, that's the Hollywood thing, right? Is like, yeah, like there's filler where there's like needless kind of sitcom shit, and there's filler. Yeah. That is like character and world building, which like it sounds like the Kakashi episode was actually character and world building, and so you're like, oh, I appreciate this. This is really cool. And no, fun. that was a sitcom episode, and that's why it was good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, usually the like uh, the writers of the anime are not. I mean, they're not remotely as good or like uh, connected with the world as the you know the original manga author. So uh-huh. any any kind of world building they do is either like. I mean, for one, it's like not going to become part of the actual story because it can't be. It's like non. It's basically non-canon, right. um, because they I they mean, can't just incorporate it into the story because the story is being written by the the manga author, uh, or you know, it, it just sucks. <laughs> the only kind of like universally bad filler is flashback episodes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. Even American shows have that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what. So you know what I realized recently? Piece, well, there's there's uh, there's one metric shit ton of flashback during the Rock Lee versus Gara fight, and it and it takes away from the fight. No kidding, it's so sad. Yeah, that needs a fan edit. 
Because that's like the best fight ever. And that like the thing is that like it kind of makes sense if you're like, say, watching one episode a week and you're seeing that fight, which is I think like four episodes. Um the, but like the fact is that like like now we're binge watching it on Netflix or whatever, and so we're watching all four episodes at once and all the flashbacks are just redundant at that point. They need to make a they need I to make who a, it was, but someone pointed out that like the the reason they ended up doing that in Naruto is basically because like they introduced every single character like right at the beginning, mm-hmm. and so they had like all these different storylines uh, that started happening at once, and so like for anyone to know what the fuck was happening on like a serialized basis, they would have to keep repeating like what already happened. Whereas if they like introduce them gradually they wouldn't have had to do that nearly as much that's yeah, kind of a, this is an exaggeration with, but basically every naruto episode is like two-thirds filler or two yeah. Yeah. flashbacks it's kind of the deal with yeah. one piece too because it's been running for like 20 years and the average viewer who's watching it on tv as it comes out in probably not watched every episode consecutively so they yeah. have to kind of like remind people who the fuck this person is you know, what I'm fine with that in, in One Piece because there is a lot of stuff that's hard to remember because, like, some of that stuff that they show is, like, really minor details that you don't think are important when they happen. And then they come back later and it's like, you know, who the fuck is that guy again? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Basically, oh, what I'm Naruto, saying is... Though. Oh, you first. I was going to say, basically what I'm saying is that what we need is a Netflix edit of Naruto, not Netflix necessarily, just streaming <laughs> edit of Naruto, um, <laughs> where they cut out most of the like flashbacks and stuff uh, so that we can we only see it. You get the whole 37 Yeah, what's yeah. that Dragon Ball Z fan edit thing that like, cuts out all the extra stuff? Dragon Ball Z abridged? Yes, yeah. Or One, one Pace, that's the other. Oh, yeah. There's hey, Dragon Ball Z Kai, the which is official, and then there's Dragon Ball Z abridged, which is the actual. Dragon Ball, Ball Z Kai. In my opinion, the, <laughs> we need a we need a Naruto Kai. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say though. Speaking of Naruto, has anybody uh, checked out first chapter of Samurai Eight? Kishimoto, the author of Naruto, has just started. In- okay, it's pretty oh, cool. I haven't seen that. Yeah, you can that. read it on the uh, Shonen Jump website, English. Oh, really? It's really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, so it's Kishimoto is like focusing on doing the writing, and one of his assistants who worked on Naruto with him is doing the art. So it's got kind of like an interesting different spin. Can you, but can you link it in the chat? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really cool. It's basically, so far the main themes seem to be like, Disability and trans. Okay. So it's like a sci-fi. Oh. Uh, oh, true. Oh, true. I think he had some noise coming in. Oh. Yeah. Samurai. These people have been transformed into a, uh, you know, superhuman cyborgs. The main character. Superhuman samurai cyber squad. Holy shit, dude. Pretty much. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I don't know how how many people are old enough to remember that. <laughs> that was like a big thing when I was like five or six. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think so I was in country. I've never, I've never watched an anime or read a manga, so I wouldn't know. Oh, that's good. 
for you. Oh, that wasn't even an anime. That was a that was an American like uh, live live action show. Uh, I think it's one of those shows that was adapted from uh, whatever you call that genre of show that Power Rangers was adapted from. Tokusatsu. Sure. I fucking know that. <laughs> I never remember. <laughs> I never anyway, remember what it's called. The point is that I'm not a weeb. That should be the. Oh my god! And it's right. okay. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, yeah. Cyber Squad with an S, like like Cyber with an S. Oh. That's not how you spell Cyber. Uh, are you a prescriptivist? That's you. <laughs> what, what are you accusing yeah. me of being a linguistic fascist now? Oh God. <laughs> This is getting dark. Up, um, <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you get for saying that something isn't how something is spelled. I think you're the secret linguistic Hitler, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> Let it not go. Pass three spelling rules versus three grammatical rules every turn. Yeah, I posted the uh, the Samurai 8 in the anime chat. Sweet. Especially, especially just like check out the first few opening pages they did in color. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, anime really chat, this, uh, weebs. Yeah, the visual style. I actually can't uh, access the anime chat uh, because I'm not a weeb. So not a weeb. (laughs) I'm also not a weeb. Anyway, Yojo Senki. I actually haven't created a weeb role on the uh, server, so uh, all y'all are lying. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm not, so. (laughs) Yeah, True, who posts random screenshots from. I don't. Crappy Isekai all day. (laughs) Citation needed. <laughs> I got received. <laughs> you know, you I'm just waiting. Uh, this, for... this is not citations needed. This is. Uh, What's up with that profile actually. picture, true? Yeah. The what now? Yeah. That profile picture. Uh, it's uh, not fan art from an H bomb stream, so I'm already better than yeah. you, gamer shit. I don't. I don't get what all this My... sexless weeb, weeb shaming is about. You know, like. It's like taking the uh, the fact that like actual weebs, like weeb weebs, like prescriptivist definition weeb would be bad, so they just associate any like anime liking with that. And also, you get all the Nazis with anime profile pictures that everyone's right, like. Right. It's just fun to make fun of nerds because we're all jocks here. You know? we're all jocks. Anti-nerd action. When I was yeah. in high school, I was dunking people in toilets and flushing them. You know? <laughs> Shoving nerds and lockers. Sex and smoking school, cigarettes. I, I was and recently driving around in my Camaro. Yeah. At my school, they host a little, like, kind of like student run anime convention every year. Um, <laughs> and I went there with some friends. And I was, I was, I was having to, like, do a little bit of calling them out for uh, weeb shaming. Because a lot of anime conventions I don't like. They're, like, creepy, full of adults, like, very mm-hmm. corporate, lots of money, very, like, uh, people are on just like on drugs and trying to like creep on people. But this one is like super wholesome. What's wrong with being on drugs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like being on drugs is great. You got but, a like, problem with drugs? You know, Reagan. Creeping on people is and... the problem. <laughs> <laughs> people like cosplaying and doing coke and creeping on minors. Right. Oh, well, coke, okay. Right. Sure. I mean, the yeah. first two sound lit, but the last one. Do meth like a regular peasant. Yeah. <laughs> this wholesome anime con... It's just like all the awkward middle schoolers and high schoolers who are there with their friends and like, you know, students. And it's just like super cute. And I'm like, all right, friends, if I'm going to take you, you can't make fun of them because they're just living their best lives and uh, get in the spirit and enjoy things. I think I have some internalized anti like anime fan uh, 
what you call it? <laughs> sure. Anti. Yeah, anti, because anti, like anti uh, prejudice is the, <laughs> is the worst prejudice yeah, of our time. Internalized weebophobia. Yeah, oppression in the U.S. Yeah, I think. Exactly. Um, so but like, when I was in high school, I was in the anime club, and I I like really hated everyone else that was in anime club. It's because anime yeah, clubs suck ass. Yeah. That like if you like something don't be in a club for it yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like the uh, if you love something don't get a career in it kind of thing except clubs yeah but, <laughs> yeah i guess i hate club people but for the same I reason that's the real I'm also prejudice a furry that I ally. <laughs> i'm a furry ally <laughs> i don't let people make fun of furries They're just living their best lives well like i joined the ACM in college and I instantly realized that everyone like likes computers doesn't know shit about computers <laughs> yeah uh, I like uh, I like computers because they, they got the video games on them video games the video yeah. video game. <laughs> you yes. want to talk about Warframe you want to you want to cool. you want to not because I don't know what that is Let's talk about City Skylines. <laughs> Let's talk about City Skylines. Uh, Let's talk about City Skylines. Warframe actually has the most realistic depiction Shut up, of Brian. You've been which outvoted. Is just a, a, what, a what is it cool. with like uh, <laughs> city simulators and cops? Like it's bullshit. Like, <laughs> like why? Let's just keep adding cops and crime will go down. Like yeah, that's no, to, totally you realistic. Need to learn how to write mods, dude, and write a mod that just makes the cops evil. Yeah, well, like not <laughs> even like makes them evil, just completely remove them because it's just like it is. Because it's all about resource management, right? So, like, all the cops are just another resource. Like, they could literally be written out as like just I, a different resource you're managing. That's all it I is. I think what you should do is make them more like a like a sickness that okay, so like they keep just, coming just back. Replace, like, people just keep appointing themselves cops. Oh, just no, replace, <laughs> replace just, the like, word cops. Start killing in... random people, and then you have to like get rid of them somehow. You have to like build. You have to build like anarchist bookshops. <laughs> Just replace the word cop in the game with drug dealer. You That's remember, it. like, uh, SimCity 4? needs more weed. Like, SimCity 4, like, if you didn't have cops for, like, long enough or whatever, you'd get, like, riots and stuff, which, statistically speaking, there's been more riots against cops than, like, anything. Yeah. So, like, what the <laughs> fuck is that about? Yeah, like, the more cops there are, the more riots you have. Right. Like, be. Well, I mean, the cops are the ones who are always rioting. They show up in the riot gear and blah, blah, blah. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. It's literally exactly, exactly true, yeah. Gear. Like, what else are they yeah. You it's need a crossbow a factory. You know, like like city skylines, you add like a cop station to like every block, and crime will go down rather than like up, like it would in reality. So it's like, what the mm-hmm. what the fuck are they doing there? <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing that city skylines really failed on. Well, it's just like I a lot of things city skylines really failed on. Hey, uh, I, I think I think Ryan and I talked about this in like an earlier episode, actually, how like the Civ games. You know, and other, like, uh, empire-building games and shit, like, they always have this, you know, kind of, like, Western capitalist method progress bullshit that happens where, like, oh, no, no, this is an essential part of a modern society or a society of some era, you know, and you have to get it to get to something else. And uh, it's just, like, there's so much of this bullshit baked in to people's views. I mean, we know this in the real world, but, like, you see it in gaming all the time, right? Like, we just need to mod everything. Wasn't it, like, uh, that one essay... Than it. It's like the fucking shit. It's got a, something about oh yeah, like the tyranny of player choice or whatever. Where like every like choice based games at the end, you're basically just choosing which kind of dictator you want to install. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, yeah. why aren't more MLs in the city skylines? It's literally the world they want. Like industries <laughs> controlled by like a single dictator. You get to add police all the time. Like I don't fuck. I don't They're know. showing their crypto fash true colors by being into Europa Universalis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Well, everyone uh, I know, funny. everyone I knew in high school that was into EU4, like, went on to get, like, a degree in, like, economics or some bullshit. <laughs> I think it's, I think they're not into it because there's not enough, there's not enough flags. They like the games where you're, like, playing as countries. Attacking. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's it just needs true. to be a map with flags on it for them yeah. to be attracted. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, no. You they need to make not... a mod for City Skylines that has flags and everything. Yeah, to be honest, like... I'm gonna be real with y'all. Flags are really cool. Yeah, we should replace cops with flags. No, because like there's the districts. You can set district policies. So you just like set districts as different countries on your map. Flags of nation states are bad because they represent nation states. But flags in general, like as a general thing, are really cool. They're just like I don't like flags that you decorate. I am anti flag. <laughs> I actually prefer uh, coats of arms. Oh yeah, noble <sighs> family. You know? What's the uh, like dumb. Western medieval equivalent for weeb? Traditionalist. <laughs> uh, uh, Yoruba. I've only recently oh, learned fascist. about uh, Veraboos as a term. <laughs> Who are those? The uh, people that fetishize the Wehrmacht, or as it's actually pronounced, Wehrmacht. God. Oh, there's also well, Russia boos. Yeah, well, there's that. That's just that, stupid. Yeah. Wouldn't it be Rusaboo? <laughs> Rusaboo. <laughs> Anglophiles. Um, I mean, Weaboo doesn't has doesn't have anything to do with like Nippon or anything like that. So right, but like, to, like be the name of the country and the pronunciation that they would use. Yeah, but like Rusaboo is funnier sounding. <laughs> Anglophiles yeah. for well, people who is, are really into Doctor Who any... and that are really pretentious about the shitty tea they drink. Uh, just don't drink tea. I only drink good tea, so no. Drink tea that tastes like duck like shit. That's not pretentious at all. <laughs> uh, actually, it only tea? smells like duck shit. So, but you feel pretty owned right now. Yeah, yeah it actually tastes I like. Really don't. Have you ever even tasted duck shit? Like urine. No, but I've smelled duck shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so how do you know, Ryan? <laughs> The point of all this is, if there are any Marxist-Leninists who are uh, regular neighbor science listeners, they should play City Skyline. Lol. And also, they should drink poor tea because it's made by workers. I'm pretty sure factories. That's like your favorite shit. uh, Like ninety percent of the people who listen to this show are on right. So. (laughs) Are you implying that I listen to this show? That's mean. That's so mean. Caught up. Don't listen to all of the episodes. Except for we most get, of them, we get 200 regular downloads, so oh, I think we're doing okay. <laughs> On LimeWire. <laughs> hey, if it's LimeWire, that's fine with me, man. <laughs> Anchor recently got bought out by uh, Spotify, so uh, since we're an indie podcast, Goth Angel Centers will now only be distributing on Pirate Bay and LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> what about Podbean? Podbean. I don't know who that who owns that. I don't know. Somebody like shouted us out for being on Podbean. Like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Please stop talking to me. 
I would be happy to get a Podbean shout out because that would mean people would pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> Podbean is that like toe beans, which are cute. But hey, beans are great, man. Beans are one of the good vegetables along Magical with potatoes fruit, and turnips. Too. Turnips are great. Yeah, these turnips <laughs> are really doing me good for dinner. I do not like beans. Beans are an anarchist vegetable, I think. Uh, it's true. Well, the context not. we're looking I, for. I, I do like bean memes, but I think I only <laughs> like them because they require you to not like beans. You mean like beans. the memes like small like, beans? You mean, probably. Are you talking about like the memes of like baked beans being in places they ought not to be? Yeah, like like you know like Coca Cola cans just filled with beans, oh, yeah. or, <laughs> or the or like, the one good the one, the Mosin with beans loaded into it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's real anarchism right there. Beans and turnips, that's all you need. Yeah. What about beets? Uh, I, like I, ate, I ate beets for the first time a little bit ago. They were okay. Yeah, beets are yeah. like highly underrated. Oh, they I were perfectly could... rated. They were okay. <laughs> they were exactly what I rated as well. when I heard about them. Beets are the exactly Make sure to go on your podcast platform of choice and rate beets uh, five stars. <laughs> five out of ten. I would rate them three stars. I think. Oh, um, you do that. So we actually have brought up beets on this show before, uh, <laughs> as proof that Europeans are stupid, because uh, you can make beet sugar, and they didn't do that for like hundreds, oh, yeah, of thousands sugar. of years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can make Europeans sugar out of like fucking anything. Europeans Asians figured out sugar long stupid. before Europeans did. <laughs> the only good use of Kentucky bluegrass is turning it all into sugar. Now that one I didn't know. So I'm totally cool. not shitposting here. I'm unironically saying this. It's also not googling good. it or anything. It's also pretty Europe good if you want to put on a dance, you know, like a, a square dance or something. A fiddle player, banjo player. <laughs> Bluegrass joke. I, I appreciated it. <laughs> I tried to learn violin so that I could play an instrument uh, after the apocalypse, uh, oh. but uh, it's very hard. You should have learned the stick instead. That's a much better apocalypse instrument. What? Yeah. The stick? Just like whacking stuff with the stick? Yeah, like yeah. the stick. It's great. Do, uh, do things with it. Yeah, it's the ancestor of the mistake of. Uh... Just searching sugar from bluegrass, and I'm just getting a bunch of music recommendations. Told you. Do, do y'all mean drums? What are drums? It's I mean, the stick. No. I mean, the problem with, the, the the problem with modern drums is that they're very industrialized. What are, what, I don't understand what's going on. No, but you can hit anything you want. Oil drums? Are you an oil oh. exec? Well, you gotta, you gotta play that kind of drum. You know, if you were to play like a modern drum kit... You need you need to constantly be buying new sticks. The you mean wear out. like you got to with metal keys, like just like, 808s. Like 808s. Just yeah, like chains on chains and gears on them. Are there I other kind of industrial I, shit? I play drums? the TR eight oh eight. That's it. <laughs> now that you mention it, though, uh, steel drums are probably the best post apocalypse instrument because they're made out of True. oil drums. Yeah, and they sound fucking awesome. That's I thought the best basically, basically in short. When civilization okay. collapses, we're all going to be playing Calypso. Plus, you could, like, all you would need to make the mallets for those is, like, you know, the bone of your enemy. Like, two two bones of your enemy 
and then like you know a little piece of like t-shirt or something like that you just wrap yeah. t-shirt around the you know the uh the femur basically and then you just hit the steel drums with your little mallets that you made say save Good the stuff. t-shirt and just use their scalp <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> that's gross apparently the show be playing like happy you think, is lost during you think it's clean get femur out of a leg <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i think bones are less gross than flesh personally yeah i agree it's only because flesh has a sh in it has so it just sounds like flesh it's a sh, like an like an esh you know a good old letter esh so it's got a flesh know, it's more conceptual for me I, I don't appreciate concepts. I'm purely a literalist <laughs> in linguistics. Yeah, we're not a fan of, of <laughs> concepts on this show. <laughs> don't endorse concepts that neighbor uh, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually, I only like syntax. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but it sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. It's speaking you're of, on the uh, right side here. Speaking of <laughs> abolishing concepts, did any of you see that video that was going around on Twitter of like? That white girl, like, running around like a horse or like a chimpanzee or something. Oh my god, I lost my mind. I couldn't. I have, it. but yeah. I would like to hear your connection here. That's, I have that's not when you seen go, this. It's when you go full and prim. Is when you. Uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Oh, uh, oh, it's like a like a white like a white and prim like running on all fours or something. Yeah. Abolish bipedalism. More of a horse. You should abolish bipedalism. Yeah, as well as concepts and grammar. Yeah, by, that I mean, I, by that I mean we should develop one leg. Yeah, that's a that's a skill. This week I've been working on this really old computer system. It's uh-huh. like, I mean, for a computer system, it's like ten years old. But like, mm-hmm. that's one of the other reasons I don't believe so much in uh, automation is going to kill all the jobs because like businesses have so much inertia that. They will keep this old piece of shit computer system from 2008 uh, just because they don't have the money to replace it. Or they like, it's not that they don't have the money, it's that they don't want to give up the money to replace it with something that will work better. Same thing with a lot of enterprise software requires Internet Explorer still. Yeah. Who's Isn't yeah. that like why they released Edge so they could actually release fucking updates for once? Because yeah. if it's still yeah. Internet Explorer, they have to yep. keep all the old shit. I've yep. got to go listen to a Nightcore remix. I'll be back in a second. Edge reminded you that. Wow. Okay, we're cool too. All right. But at least she's not an Edge Lord. Or dare I'd I say, be an Edge peasant. Stem peasant, maybe. <laughs> Out here understanding peasant. epistemology and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm a stem peasant, <laughs> and I'm—I would say I'm an edge yeoman. Un- unskilled labor is when you actually know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's like a better term than unskilled labor? It's just like peasant labor, I think. Okay, because like, the thing is, right, is that they say like unskilled labor is the stuff that gets paid less because it's unskilled and skilled is paid more. So like literally, they're, they're just doing it backwards. Like they just say that anything they pay less is unskilled. So exactly. it's just like a, no, it, exactly, it's an income yeah. classification. It really is. I mean, yeah, it's sort of. I think... They should just call it lower class labor because that's what they mean. It seems to be oh. more of... Um, a difference in requiring like higher education 
or not is what. what but the, that's not even yeah. true anymore, though, because like the yeah, yeah, higher yeah, education true, yeah. is so like fluid. Yeah, maybe required higher education in 1965. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when I was uh, when I was working at Target in uh, 2009. So like right after the uh, the financial crisis, uh, right. my. Uh, all the management there was required to have a bachelor's degree. They're only making like eleven dollars an hour. Like, also, like degrees are fucking stupid because I'm like a year at most away from actually getting my degree, but I can't do shit with like the three years of physics education I have. <laughs> yeah, or or like uh, my dad, he kind of like lost his job. He used to work uh, in financial stuff before he lost his job uh but what he's been doing for the past few years is he's just been an emergency substitute teacher at the local school district because the only requirement for that is like a clean background check and a bachelor's degree in anything and then they'll pay you like 25 bucks for that yeah the only thing that sucks about it is like waking up early but other than that it seems like a pretty good job actually there's the precarity aspect too, I guess. Like, yeah. uh, you don't you, you don't know, know that you're gonna get work. Is gonna end. And... Yeah, but and you could just if you build up a rapport with certain teachers, like certain permanent teachers, then you can get like pretty regular work whenever they're out. I, yeah. I but a lot of teachers, though, like uh, I mean, I know this because my girlfriend's a teacher. So like, teachers generally don't try to take sick days because they have to make like extensive lesson plans. So they still have to do like a bunch of hours at work if they're going to take off work. And it's like on top of what they're already doing. So a lot of times yeah. they'll just go in sick. That's not Which is good how we get for measles the, uh, epidemics. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> That's the only way. It has nothing to do with vaccines. <laughs> gonna gonna make this like a whole tangent about how fucked the school system is. Sure. Oh. May as well, you know. <laughs> Before you go off on your I was already thinking about it. Before you go off on your tangent, I'm just like scrolling Reddit randomly. You. Um, what should appear before my face but the headline Issaquah High School employee, one of five confirmed with measles. Yay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's totally Jesus. not near uh, where my dad works at all. Or my... <laughs> I love 2019 uh, where we're all dying from shit that we abolished already. <laughs> yeah. We got... I can't wait till Yersinia Pestis comes back. <laughs> it's, already, it's still around. I'm excited for the Black Plague 2.0, honestly. One of the things I always told myself when I was when I was vegetarian was like every every piece of meat tests positive for Yersinia pestis. For what? Yersinia pestis. It's the Black Plague. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. pretty great. There's there's like a headline recently. Some like tourists went on a hunting trip to Central Asia to like kill some rare marmots, and they. Uh, brought back a plague, plague with them, killed themselves, and, like, their whole plane got quarantined and shit. Hell yeah, dude. It's sort of like <laughs> the moral part of the, the story is that hunting is stupid. It's part of the uh, Meltdown May theme of, like, uh, white people revealing that they're actually kind of disgusting with, like, bathing habits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plague and measles and vaccines. That's just our culture, and we have a yeah. long history of that. What's the so. official neighbor science stance on leg washing? Hmm. Leg I wash? wash my legs. What? what, what yeah. 
You wash your do legs. You wash your, do you wash your legs when you shower? And also, I, uh... I wash them. <laughs> Excuse me while I get out of the shower so I can wash my legs separately. <laughs> like, for shower? Like, this is my right leg day. Yeah. Uh, As a, uh, so you're right like you're day. like a bodybuilder. Yeah, exactly. Today's exactly. leg day. Today's like arm day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as a certified gender fuck, uh, yeah, like every other day I shave my legs, but I gotta shave my arms too because yeah. they annoy the fuck out of me. So yeah, leg day, arm day, you know, got got to got to keep it hairless. Got to do it to it. So I lived in a house for a couple of years that didn't have hot water at all. Uh, so I got into the habit of only showering like three days a week. So that's, that's what I do. European peasant hours. This is, this is the funny thing. <laughs> Where's your God now, civvies? Yeah, right. This is the funny thing because I was actually going to say, yeah, I grew up without hot water on the tap and we showered or like bathed like three times a day. So it's an interesting nice. little uh, thing, right? It's an interesting cultural difference. Yeah, but the I water's this, probably warmer by default there, right? Oh, that's freezing this cold. Little, this little oh, snippet really? recently okay. well, that was, cold. Uh, yeah. it was, it was an account by like you know an ancient uh, Anglo monk who was talking about how when Vikings would raid, all the yeah. Englishmen were I've worried that their wives would run off with the Vikings because they yeah. uh, were seducing them by not smelling like a butthole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the Vikings yeah. and Scandinavians would bathe regularly and like use perfumes and like groom themselves a little bit yeah. and then all the they like comb their like, hair, which is the opposite of the yeah. media perception of them. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, they were actually very uh, refined men in terms of grooming and, and cleanliness uh, relative to the uh, the Britons. Yeah, I guess like I can't I can't do cold showers because like I I think I'm just not used to them. Uh, so like I, I tried taking a cold shower like last year because yeah. we, ha- we lost our hot water for like a day or two yeah. and I tried to take a cold shower and I was just like convulsing, like uncontrollably, it takes like, a little getting could used not even to. stand. Yeah. yeah so, I, I can't so I do it cause, uh, cause them pores, you know, you gotta, you gotta open up the pores with the worm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you close them right up again. Can't let yeah, you gotta, yeah, you open, close. It's a, oh, it's a process. Yeah, I have great pores as a result of showering with hot water. I have, <laughs> I have great pores as a result of showering, yes. Got pores you could drive a truck through. <laughs> so help. You could eat food off of them, please do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like pores you could drive a truck through is actually the, uh, the Republicans' uh, personal motto, um, but just in a different sense of the word. <laughs> Yeah, Lindsey Graham has some big pores. It's their economic plan, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait for that one. What was your Um, uh, school rant you were going to go on? Yeah, school, education Uh, systems. That sounds complicated. I'm way too (laughs) high for that. Oh, Oh, there you go. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) The school system is hella fucked. Have you heard of standardized testing oh uh, i mean nobody nobody talks about no child left behind anymore as like a thing yeah. that we could get rid it's of it's super you fucked know? up it's like Even, like more fucked up is that it's purely like an anti-regressive system rather than like a progressive one because 
Because if you score sufficiently high enough, right, that's basically stating like, oh, like a fifth grader test at a sixth grade level, they, shouldn't they then be put into sixth grade because like they're showing that they're educated at the level you expect them to be at that point. But it's more like, oh, no, that just means that we don't put them in the grade behind them, which is like silly and pointless. Back. Welcome back. Uh-huh. Do you have opinions on the school system? It sucks. <laughs> not, not enough Nightcore in the curriculum. Exactly. Oh, there wasn't mine. <laughs> it's called not going to class because I'm not a nerd. <laughs> yeah, who would go to class? Um, Fucking quantum mechanics? Who needs that shit in their life? Yeah, I have a degree in Nightcore. <laughs> Is that a, like a, an associate's or like a... Master's. Ah. Yeah. Why is it called an associate's and then bachelor's and then master's? Like, well, first you associate with someone, and then you bachelor with someone, and then you master someone. Well, like, there you go. <laughs> to get Perfect. into a uh, dare I say semantic thing, aren't both bachelor and master like masculine terms? But associate is a. Uh, the view assume associate isn't. <laughs> Is master a masculine term? Yeah, master is like be called uh, associate and and grammatical. Yeah. Okay, because because <laughs> like there's miss and then misses, and so like everyone's like, oh, but like Mister, you'd say the same. But it used to be like master then Mister. Correct. Is master derived like in the sense of degree derived from slavery? Because like master bedroom definitely is. No, master of the house. Master of whatever. It's it's a it's a it's a title of a man who has power, basically, right? Who like, has life and can command, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like slavery in a yeah. In a, if you can command your army of wives and children, exactly. Yes, your um, army of White Walkers. My right. my, uh, my Mormon workforce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now yeah. you say you say Mormon workforce jokingly, but uh, that's there. There are people who have said that. I'm I've never said a joke in my life. What is the Mormon? <laughs> yeah, what do you work for the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> Mormon secessionists or something secretly. <laughs> Desert should secede. Okay, so let's go back to this Cascadian independence thing. What, what the fuck is with this shit, dude? And what, some what people are dumb, shit? and you gotta let yeah. the Northwesterners go in on it. Isn't it? Isn't it ecofash shit, basically? It's mostly just apolitical nerds who don't know anything about anything, but uh, <laughs> ecofash love it. It's like everyone yeah, I, that plays on nation states, but like lives there, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think like, mostly it's kind of a pointless concept, but I think it it has uh has basically like leftist roots to some extent. Um, it was developed out of kind of uh, the concept of bioregionalism back in the day, mm-hmm. which was sort of like thinking about well, uh, nation state borders are dumb and just made up. So what if when we were thinking about the land? that we live on, we thought about it in terms of like ecological similarities of communities. As that's that's kind of where like the original concept came from, but then I think since mm. then it's 
kind of become more co-opted into people thinking like, oh, we got to secede and form a ecotopian or assert. Yeah, because I've heard it discussed in terms of like white here. supremacy, and I didn't know if that was because ecofash just like adopted it. Yeah, there was like a white separate... supremacist, or if it was because like originally it was a, a white supremacist yeah, concept. It, it was it was adopted or like appropriated by white supremacists in like the 80s and 90s. There was a big push in their circles to kind of like move to the Pacific Northwest to try to like change the demographics and establish like mm-hmm. white supremacist territory. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were largely successful in like northern Idaho. Uh, it's still yeah. pretty bad up there, um, but yeah. most of them were like. All the hardcore organized Nazis were sort of like run out of Portland and Seattle back then by uh, like a skinhead gang stabbing. Okay, so I'm really stupid with geography. What time zone is Idaho in? Wrong one. Good question. Mountain. Is it you are? Mountain time. It might be mountain time. It might be Pacific. I think it depends on where in Idaho you are. I think it depends on where. It's funny that Mountain Time is just like named after Colorado. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Northern it, Idaho is in Pacific. Northern Idaho is Pacific. Okay. In Idaho, you can drive west and move and be an hour ahead. What the fuck is up with Oregon? <laughs> Wait. So okay, what what state is Oregon? west of Idaho? Is it Oregon? Washington and Oregon. Yeah. Oregano. Oregon. Like Oregano is the Australian slang word for oregano. And preceding the uh, the the Cascadian idea, Oregon was explicitly established as a white supremacist territory when it was founded. Yeah. Like until yeah. the twentieth century they had laws on the books saying no black people. Yeah, until like nineteen twenty. Yeah. Yeah, black people were not allowed to go to Oregon. That's like really, really fucked up. Uh, and like Oregon and Washington as well, like pride themselves on the like, they like we never had slavery. Isn't that great? And it's like, well, it's because you didn't allow black cool. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Washington did allow people, black people to settle here. They were just racist to them. And and I mentioned it earlier, but like one of their most famous tourist attractions is Voodoo Donuts, which is like blackface donuts. Yeah, you did like mention it, that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Go go on the Voodoo Donuts website. They they not only have a blackface donut, they also have a black dick donut. Voodoo it's like super fucked up. That, that is <laughs> not cool at all. I had a in their website before tangentially related time zone and geographical thing. I had a teacher from Missouri in high school, and like I, I sort of hung around like history nerds and shit. So we'd always make like thirty six thirty jokes, and she would like never get it. And it's like. But like, how do you, like, how do you teach like AP Lit and not know what thirty six thirty is? What what do they what do they teach in that class? So I don't know what that is. So uh, can yeah, you explain make it? Make fun of us. When uh, we the the U.S. established this law in I forget when it was when we were like creating like Western states or whatnot that every state south of thirty six thirty was allowed to be a slave state, but any state established north of it oh. wasn't. But the it was Mason a, so it's a, lat- a latitude. Well, the Mason Dixon line is a different thing, but like it, what isn't it? It's like the that's like the fucking it's like a an East Coast thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, like, no, the that, point yeah, is that's, uh, that's the East Coast. 
I thought that, that was the whole thing. Yeah, but like no, because like Missouri was the last one. They created the law when Missouri was established because it's the southern border of Missouri. So Missouri was the last state established north of that line that was allowed to be a slave state. Interesting. Man, this country sucks, dude. No, it was okay. It was well, Missouri countries in general. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you on the voodoo donuts thing. I looked at their their yeah, it's like a black faced ghost. Like yeah, it's terrible. On, on top of that, their donuts aren't even like good. Well, like no, yeah, there's so many like good. really good donut places now. Like donuts, they, maybe suck. they maybe they started that whole thing, but like uh, yeah, there's like a lot of good donut places now that aren't racist. Well, <laughs> so, like Safeway donuts are better than Voodoo donuts. <laughs> <laughs> they have one shaped like a cock that squirts uh, donut jizz on your face. Have you ever heard okay. of a maple bar? Uh, yeah. Does it squirt maple jizz on you? It has no ball. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It sounds Canadian. A <laughs> and W cum donuts. Oh, that's See, good. I think I think there's a lot of room Milkshake in the industry donuts. to move into Milkshake donuts. donuts so. Okay, okay. I have this idea. This hey, is my whoa, million. Whoa. Wait, milkshake duck donuts? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, yeah. my my idea. It's my million dollar idea. It's copyrighted, <laughs> so you can't steal it. Um, you gonna do that? Idea? It's not yeah. how copyright works. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I just copyrighted it. You cannot steal it. Um, trademark me. You need a patent. Shut the fuck up. Um, it's <laughs> you gotta uh, get a patent. So you know, like how they fill donuts with custard. What if we fill donut with milkshake? <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> The fuck that probably up. exists in Brooklyn. It sounds of- like something that already exists in Japan, I'm sure. Here's a regional like question. Our ideas uh, is A and W considered a good place to eat normally? So. Okay, so all I know, so is I, I know a bit about this. I know about about this because I listen to a lot of Canadian podcasts. A&W. So A and W in Canada is good, and A and W in the U.S. is terrible. Yeah, because like I went to one once, and it was like the worst experience. I've never been to an yeah. A&W. Like, I knew it was going to suck, so I didn't order any food, but everyone that was with me did, and they were all, like, complaining about it while I was eating my Pringles I got from the gas station. <laughs> all I know about A&W is that it stands for hamburgers and whoop beer. Because, like, they have this whole thing where, like, they make the root beer at the store and whatnot, but it's right. but it's not, though... Like, at least not in the places I've been. It's that it's still the syrup. And you can get that now at, like, any craft brewery. They all make beer. Oh, Casey, we should go get Biggie's. Oh, absolutely. When we're done with this. What the fuck yeah, is Biggie's? You want to hear a terrible sentence from the Voodoo Donuts website? I don't, but go on. Yeah, okay, it goes. <laughs> People have talked about Voodoo Donuts in Tibet on Easter Island, Japan. Has some stylish folks sporting the latest Voodoo underpants. And friends have shared a buttermilk bar in Tanzania. I'm sure some corners of the globe have yet to be penetrated. Stay tuned. Oh my god. Jesus fucking Christ. Why does Voodoo Donuts <laughs> accompany sound like a sexual predator? If you're in Portland uh, and you want donuts, like, go to Blue Star. They're like way better. Washed up punk guy who got into rockabilly to like prey on minors. It's like oh, all the. Yeah, uh, it has to be a rockabilly guy, huh? The fuck, what's it called? The uh, like the pickup artist books that are all. Like name no, bang. like yeah like, <laughs> like bang. <laughs> I I can't even like remember what their like naming scheme is, but it's 
basically just like by region just like getting laid in that area and slovakia yeah (laughs) russia oh my god gotta penetrate slovakia (laughs) you gotta get that market penetration going how do y'all feel about czecho chechnya slovak slovenian nationalism i don't like it Uh, (laughs) i like everything you said oh god the Balkans to me are just the Balkans and they all have opinions yeah I think the best thing about Balkan nationalism is it uh, creates really wacky music did you see the Hungarian thing recently with like uh, because like they're in they're doing the the Brexit thing but in Eastern Europe where they're like constantly complaining about like oh the European Union is forcing us to take in immigrants and then everyone points out like didn't you take in like 30 at most last year and they're like no no that's not the problem and then they they try to slyly say that like they fucking hate Muslims but in like a good way because they're like a, a white Christian nation and to the south of them there are people that wouldn't agree with that because you know like the southern Balkans and shit they actually have uh, like pretty high Islamic population yeah. So it's oh, like, true, yeah. so basically, like trying to launder it. And then if you push them for like 0.5 seconds, they'll basically just say the most Islamophobic shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, this was like a BBC interview and she was asking, like, oh, what do you think about like the, the foreign minister said this or whatever? And he's like, oh, no, I have to agree with that. Like, anything our country said, I agree to. Like, <laughs> personally, maybe not, but it's not my job to say. And, like, yeah, well, like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> See, this is a problem for me because my uh, my quote unquote ticket out of here would be Hungarian citizenship, which I can get partially because they're slightly ethno nationalist laws, but also because the fuck is that, Chloe? Czechoslovakia, Slovenia, Slovakia. Let's put that in the show. How is that? This is my favorite podcast bit where we all look at an image that cannot be translated in podcast form. <laughs> we'll just make it the, the image for the podcast episode. Oh, Chloe, I, I think, will absolutely do Chloe, that. Chloe, I think for the benefit of the listeners, you should explain this uh, image that you've posted in detail. Uh, yeah. Similar, one might explain a comic strip out loud. Okay, so <laughs> we have an image of Czecho, Chechnya, Slovenia, Slovakia. Um, it's... <laughs> it's uh, it's <laughs> It's, it's like gerrymandering. It's 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 Czechia, <laughs> Chechnya, Slovenia, and Slovakia all merged into one country. <laughs> um, it's got the stats. It's got a population of twenty eight point five four million, an average income of thirteen thousand eight hundred ninety dollars. I assume that's U.S. dollars. The funniest thing is like there's like I don't know if it's counties <laughs> or provinces or what, but there's like three hundred like subdivisions that are outside of it. Yeah, this is one hundred percent balkanized Europe. <laughs> Europe is completely balkanized except for Czechia, Chechnya, Slovenia, Slovakia, which <laughs> has remained strong. Hey, look, they, they, they didn't united at the end. Every progressive immigration policy, so you know it's all fuck, right. what's that place called? How do I forget the name of a peninsula? Who forgets peninsula names? Shit, yeah. what's it called? Yeah, oh, Crimea. Man. They didn't touch yeah. Crimea. They're the good guys. Basically, defending Crimea from all of the Russian microstates. 
Their, their anthem is 500 miles by the Proclaimers. I like how it says average ink mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already pointed that out, Ryan. Okay. Okay. Uh, the I was is it says religion Christian, so it can't be good. Actually. It was less so funny when you bad. said it. Uh, I, I disagree. I don't know who decided that the capital would be Prague, but I guess it is. That's like way on the ass end of the place. Why would you make it Prague? I mean, right. that's that's how capitals are usually done in like Europe and shit. Like, and, the only reason and, our U.S. capitals are so yeah, centralized whatever, and perfect, the, wherever yeah, the biggest techno shows are, is where the capital is. Yeah, <laughs> so this is Czechno, Slovenia, Slovakia. They had a chance to do things different. It's whichever <laughs> one's on the most polluted river. Wherever Picture Plane has performed is legally the capital. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. I guess. <laughs> okay, so the last topic that I have, uh, and it's just because uh, Lee Carter just DM'd me, is what do y'all think of canvassing? Because I've done, you know, a decent amount of it, and I like I'm doing it this weekend, but I fucking hate it, man. I like, I oh, God, I I, I hate say- at strangers' doors. Like, I get so much anxiety from it, and I wish there were, like, better praxis for me to get involved in other than fucking canvassing or, like, union organizing, because, like, my my workplace is not conducive to a union. Like, who's working old people, so. to a fucking union, Ryan? <laughs> I work, with, I work like... with a bunch of 50-year-olds, and they, they will never fucking give a okay, shit that's about what that, because they right, are going right, to retire right, soon yeah, and yeah. not care. Right, right. So they're like fodder for the mill. Yeah. So my only other outlet for political action that's easily accessible is canvassing. Canvassing. Ugh. Um, have you considered podcasting? <laughs> no. I no. Podcasting is, as we that's all know, the only too. good praxis. Podcasting is praxis. <laughs> podcasting. I mean, I, I also post. So. <laughs> podcasting, uh, posting, and gaming. The, the that's three. like worth hundred canvases. <laughs> Okay, so I guess I am really political then. Fucking, I think they removed my, like, Antifa fucking emblem in Battlefield, which strips me of all of my free speech and shit, you know? Yeah, that's fucked. Like, first of all... Weird how the Nazis aren't complaining about that. Nazis fucking complain about the emblem rules all the time, because they're like, oh, why can't I have a swastika? What's wrong with that? Like, I don't know, probably the whole being a Nazi thing. Yeah. Just in general. Didn't you know you're just as bad as them? Opposing oh, them? I mean, obviously, I'm actually better at the game than them. <laughs> Your emblem should be decided by uh, how good you are at the game. Survival Which, of the I'm almost always on the little end screen that shows, like, highlights, <laughs> and it's like, person who actually fucking supports their team, this guy. And is that because you canvas a lot in the game? Yeah, I canvas. Uh, <laughs> I okay. throw bandages, which are actually propaganda. <laughs> So, like, I don't know. Should I should I get over my anxiety of canvassing? You should get over everything. You should what get you over canvassing. Absolutely not. You're perfectly normal. <laughs> you should, I know. Uh, canvassing is canvassing is terrible. There's a. I'm gonna break all of the social media rules at work here. But uh, so there's this one guy that always comes in because he walks everywhere, and he complains about how like people don't follow the world rules. And my coworker was complaining about that guy, and I was like, well, like. Not following road rules is actually encouraged in cars because, like, yeah, it, there's like this I whole. I agree with that guy. 
Yeah, because it's like there's this whole cultural idea of the fact that like cars are freedom, so why should you have to follow rules when you're in one? And I was like going yeah. off on that. And I was like, right. here, here's the part where I like radicalize my fellow gas station employees to say like cars suck. The smoking yeah. in cars like eighty percent of our job. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, smoking in cars, I think, is okay. But you know, other than that, I think like. Uh... Like, I mean, it's, like, most of what's bad about cars is because of suburbs. Well, suburbs are just an implementation of the bad things about cars. They're not, like... Yeah, exactly. Because right. suburbs, suburbs are just a marketing gimmick for cars. Suburbs yeah. are hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, lawns and cars. And that's cars. also why we, we keep repeating because of suburbs. <laughs> the suburbs are hell. Yes. Like, yeah. all the canvassing that I've done has been in suburbs. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I've that's that the main problem too. with it. That's definitely canvassing hell scenario is where you have to like drive around to every house you canvass. That's yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And, because like there's all these propaganda, with, like, people right? People soliciting signs and they like, get like propaganda requires like constant exposure, right? In order to yeah. actually be effective, and all canvassing yeah, like is doing is giving you a, a single point of exposure, and like yeah, maybe you'll get one or two people that will look into it deeper, but so same with posting <laughs> so right yeah, like, yeah it I seems like, like canvassing it seems like it just makes people that are already into your ideas like re- like think that you care about <laughs> what they care about my tl is the subdivision Canvassing <laughs> is just irl yeah. posting canvassing is just the like 70s and 80s version of posting much, pretty much. You know, yeah, like you knock on someone's door and go debate me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I actually went to a guy's house who was like a conservative guy who was like, I guess it was his wife that was marked as liberal, but he answered the door and he was like, basically like one of those debate me guys. That's how I should have. Uh, the, the guys that had like the MAGA hats on today, that's how I should have reacted to them was just like the fucking debate me, kiddo. To these yeah. guys that are like sixty something, <laughs> <laughs> tell them your brain is in recovery from taking in so many high level ideas. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean the border patrol people that come in, the cops that come in, these fucking uh-huh. mega chuds. I, right. I learned so much at work, such as uh, how not to say "fuck you" and choke. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually most of what you learn at work. <laughs> I still carry. I still carry a lot of guilt from. Uh, working in retail and like encouraging being nice to cops. This is in like 20, right. 2014. Or yeah, because so. you're a cuck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, like uh, they kind of encourage that culture because it's like, oh, yeah, if you have any problems in the store, then you need to call the cops, of course. Well, like, obviously, I would never do that. That's usually, like, like a, lot a homeless of guy is drunk and like he's, I mean, sometimes they're bothering other people, but sometimes it's just like, yeah, there's a homeless guy that's sleeping in here. You need to call the cops and get him out of there. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, like, very if someone were to rob the store, my biggest problem with that, because I don't give a shit, would be the fact that I have to give the police my information because I was there. I... And, like, that's the most bullshit. Like, uh... Yeah. Like, I've had, like, people I know have, like, mental health stuff, and we were in a small town, so they fucking send the cops over to come pick them up, and they write my name down and shit. And, like, fuck you, pig. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
it's I mean, fucking like I never called the cops so i i never yeah right. i never had to give them my information or anything like that yeah, we had a we had a high quality cop bashing session at work today it was good nice right. yeah but clearly that would that would never on. happen with me because like all of my coworkers are friends with all the cops that come in it's like what the fuck yeah like fuck those guys i don't have coworkers. <laughs> good for you cuck <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the other thing that makes me think that i my workplace isn't really geared for unionization is like my coworkers are super like regular like liberal people because uh like my my boss one time was like uh oh yeah yesterday i went on a ride around with the cops and like blah 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 and then she like specifically called me out she's like oh ryan you should do it sometime i was like uh i actually hate the cops and they've like terrorized my friends and so i don't want to do that ever <laughs> and then I mean, like when the government when the government shutdown happened they were like oh yeah uh you know like uh everyone needs to just like stop being a child and like uh come to some kind of agreement so that we can like continue doing the government i i'm just waiting for a good excuse to just say i hate cops at work <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got yeah. mine today, as I already said. Basically, there was a, we were getting a delivery, and they wouldn't. They were like threatening our, the delivery person, like you can't park in the delivery zone. And oh fuck them! So we had a we had a good cop bashing session after that. It was good. Nice. Parking wherever the fuck they want. If you yeah. could please report the names of your coworkers and where you work. <laughs> <laughs> so so did they. Like, uh, did it seem like they thought that the cops were like necessary, but oh no, not they were at all. bad, or was it like they thought the cops were bad and they should be abolished? Uh, there was no. I didn't want to bring up abolish quite yet, but okay. we all were saying <laughs> cops are all terrible and assholes. Nice, nice. Hell yeah! So, aren't yeah. your coworkers all millennials? No, uh, maybe. No, not all of them. Like yeah, one of my favorites, parents, like half of them are communists. So, one of my favorite <laughs> studies I've ever seen was um, people's attitude towards cops is like extremely strongly connected to the amount of exposure they've had to like actually dealing with the cops. Yep. So, like, the more you deal with cops, the less that you think they're good. I would think that cops would hate cops the most. Then, if that was true, though. <laughs> well, I think they probably. I don't know. Yeah. I think they are all. Like, that's the thing is people. that they institutionally agree with cops, but like they might like hate each other's actions. So, but like at the yeah. end of the day, they all like unionize to defend each other. Bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cops call the cops. Cops call the big boy cops. The cop cops. Thing about brotherhood cops or whatever. Cops, cops yeah, too. Shit about that. You know, cops like, call the FBI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Co yeah. Cops yeah. call the sheriff, and then like shoot the deputy. I don't remember how that goes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, think about it like this, too. Like, yeah. Think about it like this, like, um, fucking, you know, Nazis and shit, they all hate each other, too, for the most part, you know, but, like, they organize and assemble together. Um, oh, that's the, that's the thing that, like, made no fucking sense to me about that. You know, like, earlier I mentioned that story about, like, the, oh, my kid was all right or not. Yeah. There's the whole bit of, like, he gets turned off to it because he goes to a convention or whatnot. But, like, yeah, yeah. that's... That's just sectarianism. Like, everyone loves that shit. Like, yeah. that just makes you, like, fit into your little niche 
oh, of Nazis yeah. is more. Right, exactly. You get a click or some shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's internally inconsistent or whatever. And like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. And like, normally your reaction isn't, well, I guess all Nazis are bad. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Like the fucking Nazis are like, well, I'm I'm a better Nazi than you. you, you yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you fucking strasserist. <laughs> I'm a better Nazi than you. Uh, oh, that David. David <laughs> this is all gonna get quoted out of context. We'll all David be canceled. <laughs> right. I think they were we'll talking about. I was born canceled. I think they were talking about that sort of concept on like seriously wrong or something, where there's like there uh, the conceit of small differences, like basically people yeah. who are. Have, share some sort of similarity to you, piss you off even more for having. Oh yeah, all yeah. true though. It's so true. Than people who are nothing like mm-hmm. you at all, mm-hmm. anarchists, communists, uh, yep. whatever. <laughs> I gotta say though, and this kind of goes back to the Joe Biden topic. I am more pissed off by people who say that they're like they agree with me ninety percent or whatever. Like, like all the liberals that are like, oh, whoa, you hate Joe Biden, even though he agrees with you 90%. Like, no, he fucking does like, No, not. like, I agree okay. with him on, like, a fucking paradigmatic societal level. Like, I, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, like, what the fucking what the world he comes from is wrong. The only thing that I agree with him on is Republicans are, are uh, not great. Yeah. Which, like, uh, Although I'm I don't not even think he really believes. Second. Yeah, exactly. Actually, because he, yeah. he, thinks, he thinks Dick Cheney is good. Oh, yeah, no, like, Joe Biden has been, like, historically, like, work across the aisle. Republicans are actually good, dude. Yeah, so I don't know what I disagree. I don't know what I agree with him on. I think it's nothing. I agree with him on uh, saying words. Smelling people's, smelling strangers' hair, that's good. (laughs) God, I (laughs) I agree with him on um, uh, posting online. (laughs) <laughs> Probably both agree that like cancer is bad, but I think we might disagree on I'm, pretty much everything. I else don't know if Joe that. Biden thinks cancer think it is bad. Depends on who gets it. <laughs> like, that's that's the thing. Is like we can probably agree on the statement cancer is bad, but then What's like Joe I'll be, Biden's like, ad. I'm going to ask get, if he thinks cancer is bad. Everyone <laughs> no. should get free cancer treatment, and he'd be like, rich people should get free cancer Joe treatment. I wonder what these conversations Biden. are like in the circle of people who research cancer. They're like, oh, these fucking trash. People who think cancer is caused by this or this medicine on it, they're fucking canceled. You're out. The oncologist. Okay, so here's uh, actually a political economy topic, which is cancer research, uh-huh. right? So, like, uh, my company, for example, does, they they try to do, like, community service stuff. To Like, I, I think it's because the, the CEO actually, like, cares about doing good things, but you know, he has the mindset of a, like a rich liberal person. So he pours most of his money into like cancer and Alzheimer's research, which are both like rich people diseases, basically. Hmm. Cause I think, uh, if you look at fatalities, like, uh, you know, poor people probably are more likely to die of either diabetes or heart disease or like lung diseases from whatever workplace that they are in. And so cancer research is kind of just like rich people pouring money into supporting uh, longevity for themselves. Poor people are probably way more likely to get cancer, but... Go ahead. I was going to say, poor people are probably way more likely to get cancer than rich people, but like, you're right, like, of all the things that are more likely to kill a poor person, cancer is less... Yeah, and I guess the other thing is like, 
they're nowhere near being able to cure cancer in general. Or if they are, they like don't they don't seem to be going for the stuff that does that. They just go to specific right. types of cancer. Well, it's like the the classic issue of like, uh, do we just like work towards things that are immediately achievable or like more long term things? And the fact right. that yeah. you can do both actually, yeah, yeah. yeah and no. the fact that is that they don't. They just focus on like these long term goals that are, if anything, just like not going to be achieved within our lifetimes, which isn't you know bad per se. And then they tell us that we're we're too unrealistic and we need to think in small steps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, an interesting thing about cancer research generally is like, you know, it's presented as, as this big sort of like Promethean scientific task, you know, like finding the cure to cancer in general or specific kinds of cancer. But what, or death. It, yeah, I think what doesn't get talked about, which is interesting, is like... Uh, curing the causes of cancer you know because like, yep. like preventative much, care it's very much an environmental disease it's caused yeah. by things you're exposed sure. to throughout your life um, like the ceos aren't working in coal mines yeah your type of workplace right. nobody and that's yeah. relatively cheap and simple to do but it's not sexy it's not this big premier and if you're a new listener this goes back to the other episode that reed was on where we talked about uh diseases okay. of ecology Mushishi episode. You know, yes, the, the Mushishi this, episode. Check this, that one out. All this, and said. I think that's like I think that's why cancer research is a rich person thing because the the goal of it is to come up with medical cures and not environmental cures. So right. the cancers that poor people get will not be cured because they can't afford the treatment, um, but they'll still get the cancer because they're not. They're not looking into any of the environmental problems with it. Right. Yeah. Right. It's it's similar to uh, going back to you wanting to talk about Brunig, right, Matt Brunig. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. Similar to the approach in like approaching ecological like climate issues of being like we could uh, like build some like carbon scrubbing machines. <laughs> carbon out of the atmosphere or right. one of my favorite posts from just, him we could just plant a lot of fucking trees uh build wetlands where we destroyed them you know oh, but that's all about aesthetics so yeah. uh yeah right <laughs> it's very similar to the cancer thing we could do this big promethean scientific achievement or we could just do something simple cheap that we know works that yeah, so it, if you're if you're out of the loop on this matt brunig once uh got into an argument with someone saying that uh, if we could create a machine that sucks carbon out of the air, uh, then of course we should build that. And someone the said, that, we, that already exists. It's called <laughs> trees. You cut out. And, and he said, said, if we could build a machine that sucks. Yeah. He tried to keep it in the hypothetical and was like, well, yeah. trees are just, you know, really about aesthetics. That's the only reason people support them. And like, we're going back know, to so the like, sperm bank hypothetically, argument. Hypothetically, if, if the machine existed, <laughs> you're saying that you wouldn't support it. You would support trees over that just because. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the machine yeah, doesn't like, exist. So what are you talking about? If you like I trees, Ryan, you're I don't a, even realize why we're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you cut out. So it sounded like you were talking about a machine that sucks. Or, I heard <laughs> yeah. the machine that sucks. Yeah, a machine that sucks your dick. Yeah. Yep. That's where we're at. So, yeah. so, so you're in the forest with. You're in the forest with a dick-sucking machine. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's Brunig's argument. Is anyone around to hear it? Yeah. 
I'd have to plug my ears. I, I think so. And you know what? It's it's uh, it's very progressive, so it'll yeah. suck your dick whether you have a lady dick or a man dick. You know, or a so dick. <laughs> I like my non-discriminatory dick sucking machines. <laughs> yeah. A protrusion accepting machine. <laughs> it'll suck your arm if you're up to it. It'll, it'll scrub your carbon, by golly. It'll wash your legs. <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't discriminate based on gender it will suck your dick if you have a normal dick or if you have a man dick isn't like most carbon <laughs> but, like isn't most carbon like held in like ice and water and shit anyway though uh permafrost right well for the next uh couple of years yes uh, yeah until like 2022 <laughs> then like uh, hypothetically we're talking about an actually working ecosystem where is most of the carbon <laughs> <laughs> they're ground yeah not to Hopefully. mention there's there's some uh there's some like like typical like tech bro economists uh when people are talking about like carbon sequestration a lot of times they're not considering like well we sequestered all this carbon what the fuck do we do with it now because <laughs> turns out if you actually have just like an enormous mass of gaseous co2 hanging around it's incredibly dangerous um oh. there's like this case uh I forget which lake, but it was like a large lake in Africa that a lot of people live around Central Africa uh, um, that had like a massive CO2 uh, just sort of like upwelling from its uh, lake bed. And it basically like killed thousands of people in the yeah, towns around. I read about it. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like so it lake carbon and storing it in like underground tanks or something. You really got to be careful about leaks because gas is very good at leaks. Places Were they like suffocated? Yeah, they were suffocated. Yeah. Oh, you gotta wow. put it. That's horrible. It's just like a gas leak in you your put house. Put it in vials and, and sell them as necklaces yeah. to the rich people for like. Oh. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. You know, I'm I'm starting to think that Joe Biden would be pro cancer because it creates a lot of jobs. Yeah. For anybody <laughs> who's interested, a lot of jobs in cancer research. <laughs> anybody who's interested, that's the uh, Lake Nyos. Nyos. I don't know how to pronounce it. Lake Nyos disaster happened in 1986. In Cameroon, it killed 1,746 people and 3,500 livestock, if not more. Yeah, it was an eruption. It triggered NYOS. Yeah, it triggered a sudden release of 100 to 300,000 tons of CO2, um, which uh, rose and then descended onto nearby villages, displacing all the air and suffocating people and livestock within 25 kilometers lake that is horrifying yeah that's yeah. fuck it's not in my like top 10 ways to die yeah i would rather be thrown into darvaz gas crater what are your <laughs> top 10 ways to die yeah from wikipedia <laughs> top 10 is too much <laughs> i was watching oh, it take like an hour. you want to hear an account of a survivor from it this is from wikipedia um this guy joseph okay. mcwain from saboom described himself he awoke after the gas has been struck. I could not speak. I became unconscious. I could not open my mouth because then I smelled something terrible. I heard my daughter snoring in a terrible way, very abnormal. In crossing to my daughter's bed, I collapsed and fell. I was there till 9 o'clock in the morning until a friend came and knocked at the door. I was surprised to see that my trousers were red, had some stains like honey. I saw some starchy mess on my body. My arms had some... I don't know how I got them. I opened the door. I wanted to speak, but my breath wouldn't come out. 
uh, my daughter was already dead. I went into my daughter's bed oh. thinking she was still sleeping. I slept till it was 4.30 in the afternoon. Then I managed to go over to my neighbor's house. They were all dead. I decided to leave oh. because most of my family was in womb. I got on my motorcycle. A friend whose father had died left with me. Um, as I rode through Neos, I didn't see any sign of anything. Uh, when I got there, I was unable to walk, even talk. My body was completely... Sorry, that was hor horrible. <laughs> uh, sorry, oh everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> really yeah, ruined my podcast mood. <sighs> yeah, when you started telling that, I was like, I really hope the daughter has survived, but, oh, fuck. Ugh. Oh, yeah, so be careful yeah. with storing carbon. Yeah, I read, a, read some papers about it Jesus. earlier this year that was, like, discussing that particular conundrum capture. And some people... Hey, yeah, just, uh, just, if you have the option, just contribute to climate change. Yeah. Instead of that, doing that, something that some people were saying is like, there's there are hypothetically ways to kind of like turn it into rock, like turn it into like yeah, limestones, and you can also liquefy it. But then you only have to worry about it blowing. Up Get a it. fucking oh. dump it into what shit? What's it called? Like uh, what, what's it called? Like a uh, subduction layer or subduction zone? Yeah, dump oh, it yeah. there. Um. But yeah, like one of the, I looked into recently, like whether it's possible to create aggregates out of uh, plastic, like like recycled plastic, because there's so much of it. I mean, not recycled, but you know, plastic trash. Um, so apparently, there's like uh, like concrete and plywood type stuff that's made out of plastic trash, essentially. You just like shred it up and aggregate it with other shit. There's neat. Isn't isn't Trex made out of like plastic trash? Yeah, it's like, like I don't know what that is, but for like sure. decks and siding and benches and all kinds of things, it's like a wood two by four replacement. One, yeah, one totally. Other, have, you guys, have you all heard of the? There's a some dude and a few other people in Squamish are have made a machine that sucks carbon out of the air and turns what the it fuck into is Squamish cars. It's, it's a city in British Columbia. Yeah. Fuck, you don't know what's the British Columbia? You fucking yokel. <laughs> yokel. Consider using Swamish. a tree instead. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> several trees, if you will. I've heard a multitude of trees works best. <laughs> Ryan, it was boring hours ago. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> don't read the chat on the show. That's not cool. <laughs> oh, it's not cool. Funny enough, they're turning it into fuel for cars, but... Our, everyone's favorite venture capitalist, Elon Musk, has has uh, invested in it. I do love <laughs> Elon Musk. Keep that in. <laughs> okay, so actually that alien like, mask. So that sounds like a future neighbor science episode. <laughs> Elon Musk investing in cars. The weird shit Elon Musk invests into. I mean, yeah. I think we I think we covered cars pretty nicely. I fucking uh, hate those or, things. Our take is uh, cars are almost as bad as not having health care. They Wild. kill thousands of, tens of thousands of people every year, and they're like one of the worst inventions ever. Yep. Yeah, that's what Just I'm, as bad I'm, as the I'm billionaire. Disappointed in AOC's lack of a stance on universal um, uh, destroying the cars for all. Burning yeah. AOC, uh, what the fuck? Like, if you're really about that health care game, like, step up. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's definitely not enough stuff about 
we should have trains in the Green New Deal. Yeah. That's What's the name of that, that uh, program where you can like give your shitty old car and they'll like give you money or a tax write-off or something? Oh, Cars for Cash. Yeah, or like Cash for Clunkers or something. Oh, that's it. Cash for we Clunkers. Need, uh, yep. We need um, Cash for Clunkers for all, except it's for all cars. Yeah, so a couple of years ago I thought of an idea where like this is when I thought self-driving cars were not like a figment of – Silicon Valley's imagination, which it is, but um, yeah, like a like municipal governments could start a program where they say like, "We'll uh, if you trade in cars, we'll give you credit for a uh, rideshare," and they would basically take the cars, retrofit them with automation, and make them like self-driving taxis, and then yeah, uh, like a- you know. You'd have like a year of service on the self-driving taxi thing for kind trading like a car or whatever. Gun buyback. So they should buy your car yeah. and then give you a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Or a crossbow for our, uh, This is my new proposal. I'm running on this. <laughs> hey, cars gonna, into cars, cars into swords. <laughs> I'm gonna run for president, uh, and my the whole time I'm gonna campaign while wearing an IWW hat and carrying an AR fifteen. <laughs> I'm going to speed which of course, run. I'm going to speed run the presidency. For assault rifle 15. <laughs> assault rifle 1500. <laughs> the year it was invented. <laughs> you see, you gotta speed run it using the the fuck. What are they called? The Gedelian argument or whatever. Basically, uh, you you pass uh, amendments to the Constitution to make it easier to amend the Constitution. Then you amend the Constitution to abolish the Constitution. There you go. But in a good way. That's why it's got to be a speed run, because if you leave that shit around, who knows what will happen. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think folks always miss with, like, the electoralism shit is, like, the point isn't you're going to do elections. Like, the point isn't to, like, get in there and stay there. It's to, like, drive the thing like you fucking stole it and drive it off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, you there know, was a, a, a Goth Angel Sinners episode on this. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to listen to podcasts. One of the episode one, two, or three. This episode two. Yeah, there, was one, there was one episode. It's called Spider Man Three. <laughs> that sounds like it's about uh, driving the state into the ocean. That's what it. That's what I'm getting. States for clunkers. No wait. Cash for st- uh, whatever. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> States are clunkers. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking outmoded. We'll buy your state and give you guns. Yeah. <laughs> the, the result of all of these programs is we give you guns. That's, that's our policy when we it's take the reverse of what, what happens when you establish a state is like you take their guns and you give them a state. But did you see the thing about banning imports of guns into the U.S.? Why would they need to Canada. do that? Make all yeah, like yeah. the yeah. like the issue in every other country with guns is guns being imported from the U.S. Like what? The the US. Yeah, it's like banning imports of corn. It's like all we do, yeah. we make sugar and guns. That's <laughs> what we've always done. It, no, that's like one of the best ironies of the whole drug war was like, a the DEA literally went to war with like Mexico, but we all thought it was cool, so we ignored it. And like B right. the fact that we're. Like all of the everything we're fighting are people armed with American guns because we gave them yep. to them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking brilliant. Well, some of them have AK forty sevens, so you know. 
On the so, bright side, other... enemies oh, of the U.S. probably yeah. should have guns. <laughs> you mean like us? I think, should, I, I think they should have mech suits, personally. <laughs> well, yes, even better. Yeah, I'm a real anti-imperialist. Yeah, Bold so. of Reagan to run on the platform of give our enemies our guns. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking edgy. Oh no, no, no! Reagan's Reagan's platform was give our enemies our shitty guns, and we keep the good ones, so we can keep fighting right. them, but never lose. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It would be really boring if they didn't have guns, so we're gonna give them the old ones. <laughs> yeah. This wouldn't be sporting. Yeah, it'd be. It wouldn't be very sportsmanlike of us to keep all the guns. So <laughs> the U.S. gets red carded for unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, it's a conduct in a coup. Yeah. Speaking of all that, uh, of us. something in the headlines, like, does anybody have an opinion on what the fuck is going on with this, like, Iran stuff right now? Like, the, the Oh, I have opinions. <laughs> I have opinions. It, they may have about that. Throw John Bolton into Darvaza gas crater. I think I just opinion. rubbed some jewel juice into my eyes. Give me a minute. Oh, why? It's more effective that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Life was yeah. a mistake. Uh, we, we on Neighbor Science stand with Iran. Uh, they should have nukes. And, um, yeah, that's basically it, I think. Arm your drug dealer. Obama with sucks. Nukes. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. On on Biden, the whole like argument of the fact that you can't necessarily say that like Biden's unelectable because he was already on the ticket thing, but like they try to expand that to the oh you can't critique Biden because well he ran with Obama and you're fine with that and be like I wasn't, I'm not. Yeah, no. Um, I, okay, Obama is literally what radicalized me. <laughs> I, I like. I thought Obama was going to be great, and then he got into office and didn't close Guantanamo immediately, right. and I was like, fuck the president. Yep. Did not okay. speed run. Okay, here's yep. the thing. I uh, was uh, 12, I think, when the... No, I was 11 when the when Obama got elected, so I didn't know shit okay. about politics and didn't pay any attention to anything that was going on. Um, but I just watched like videos of like debates and campaign stuff from 2008, and like Obama Horrible was a scumbag stuff. from the beginning. Like, I, yeah. who was surprised by this? I'm sorry, Ryan, but you were an idiot. I, have, I was, I was 17 and 18 when he was running. So I have exactly so, one post mentioning Obama, and it's good as hell. And this was before, like, uh, I mean, YouTube was out, but it wasn't like big, and like Twitter came out like two years later. So like, the internet wasn't really that developed. Like, oh. we weren't getting most of our information off the internet. It was still mostly off of TV. Yeah, TV was a fuck at the time, and I mean it's yeah. still bad, but like that was basically all we had. Like, yeah. I was still like I was still anti-imperialist because yeah, you see, like this, uh, this, this, a lot a lot of people my age I think were radicalized by the Iraq War. So, um, you, I don't know what you see, <laughs> the the way I was making money in RuneScape at the time was through lobster fishing, and. <laughs> I'm glad we get Trubot's Obama post. I'm glad you like my post. Uh, so you, you see, like, when you're fishing in RuneScape, you're just sitting there clicking every once in a while. So everyone would just sit there talking about politics. 
you want to play Fitz in your screenshot real life or something? Yeah, what's going on? I'll put a screenshot in chat. <laughs> yeah, uh, RuneScape is what made me think Obama was all right. <laughs> as my defense. <laughs> so on the Iran thing, I found kind of a good um, article or essay Indian piece by the Alliance of Middle Eastern Socialists. Sorry? The which what? They're called the Alliance of Middle Eastern Socialists. Okay. Good. Uh, What's that have to do with the RuneScape? Uh, <laughs> They're like a RuneScape game. So they say, um, they have this article that says, Escalating Threat of Direct U.S. War Against Iran. Is there a way out? Uh, they open with, Stopping the ominous drive towards direct U.S. war against Iran. It's opposition both to U.S. imperialism and repressive Iranian demands reaching out to labor feminist student press minority struggles in Iran and connecting them, connecting them to labor feminist racist struggles in rest rest of the region. Demands explaining the necessary relationship between capitalism and war, and showing what can. Uh, oh, we lost you. We lost you. Huh? You lost me. Yeah, we heard war and nothing after that. Which is like probably how it'll all end, actually. Is anyone looking at the differential accumulation of big oil companies uh, lately? (laughs) Hmm, I don't know about that. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard of that, but I don't know. Well, one of the guys is from Israel, so it's probably no good information. Probably. They're both from Israel. Wasn't there like some guy mocking Palestine for its flag looking like other flags, even though like there's this whole historical like movement of like Arab nations or whatever where they had like some union and like all their flags were based off some conference flag in like the thirties or something? I I haven't heard of it, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, it was you know, it was during that whole like, oh Palestine's not a real country, look at their flag, right. it's not even like right. a original. Which is hilarious. Uh, oh, well, fortunately, uh, that doesn't uh, happen uh, anymore. Nobody says that uh, still. Yeah, like... <laughs> France is also not a real country because their flag is... Agreed. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just the American flag, but wrong. Yeah, you know, it's like if you told someone, like, oh, the American flag has stripes and there's red, white, and blue, and they were like, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> basically the same as the British flag. Here's another interesting bit from this article. Iran, it says, uh, to the extent that this administration wants regime change, does not even pretend to be in favor. Instead, as Secretary of State Mike Pompeo stated very clearly in a speech to a group of Iranian supporters, fourth, the goal of the United States is to promote transfer of power and leadership by a group on revolution. John Bolton, National Security Advisor, has also been working close to Mohajadeen A. Kalak. If I said that wrong, um, a Kulak? Uh, oh. uh, yeah, an Iranian militarist <laughs> cult which receives funding from the U.S. supports U.S. military intervention and was for years allied with the butcher Saddam, from which it arms and support. In the words of an Iranian journalist, Ban uh, Buzari, trapped between the Trump administration and the domestic oppressors are ordinary. They are offered a choice between imperialism and authoritarianism however miserable their situation might be continue to reject both 
Mm. Basically, there's a lot of uh, organizing within Iran against government there, labor struggles, rights, uh, Kurdish political prisoners. So, so I'm still, I mean, I'm kind of stupid. So is Ahmadinejad still in power or is it, was that a long time ago? No, he's, he's not, Rahani, the, right? he's not the president anymore. He's like the woke, uh, Twitter representative. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, isn't it Rouhani now? Oh, uh, he's the, he's the, uh, woke Ahmadinejad who quotes the black Panthers, but, uh, gets offended. Reminded that imprisoned. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know who's the current, uh, it's Rouhani. Anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about Iran other than uh we obviously should not invade Iran because that would be really bad and uh it's clearly part of the plan of neocons since they like openly announced it in the late 90s. Yeah, what's so they trippy? They said they wanted to okay, take but, out but Syria, Ryan. Iran, Iraq, uh Afghanistan and whatever other. It was like eight countries they named and it, that was like their plan from the 90s. So Right. What's trippy to me about this whole situation is like this time around the uh the build up towards them trying to invade their uh or start shit basically is basically has none of the like fake justification that I remember from Iraq and Afghanistan back in the day. Um they're just sort of like, Yeah, we're kinda like making up some shit, but really we're pretty much just, you know, gonna do whatever the fuck we want and tell you whatever and not gonna even pretend. Yeah, and then also, like, I think, uh, like, with Venezuela, people still have, like, there's still, like, an inherent, like, red scare propaganda element of it where people just assume, like, yeah, Venezuela's, Venezuela's terrible because they're socialist or whatever, but then Iran is just like, well, they're not socialists, they're, they're just, like, their own thing, so, like, I think people aren't falling for that as much. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen, like, nearly as many defenders of uh, invading Iran as I have uh, people defending invading Venezuela. Which is kind of weird considering Iran of the two has like the much more like regressive authoritarian government. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a weird like double standard. And they're much closer to actually being able to fight back against the United States. Yeah. And they actually, like, manipulate, I mean, like, not to the extent that a lot of conservatives think, but they actually do manipulate geopolitics. So, uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, we might do more of these in the future to try and put out more content, but most of our episodes are not like this. <laughs> They're more structured. So, uh, check out some of our other ones. Uh, we have a lot of tags on all of our episodes, so you can check out topics that you're specifically interested in on our website, which is post-scarcity... No. God damn it. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> neighbor, neighbor com. Uh, yeah, our Twitter is uh, at NeighborSciPod. I am at Handle of Rye. Chris is at Solidarity underscore Goth. Uh, we got True, who is at TrueBot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe, who is at Shit Post Scarcity without uh, vowels. There are uh, vowels, just not in shit, because... Ugh, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just going to put it in the show description. Someday, uh, someday I'm going to change is, it. Uh, when... Wingles R. Wingles underscore R. 
I'm very impressed with your still there, right? <laughs> um, and uh, we actually never introduced uh, Chloe's brother. Can you introduce yourself? Do you have a Twitter handle? Hi, I'm Casey. I I don't think I have a Twitter handle. Okay. You, you do have a Twitter uh, handle, but you don't use it. <laughs> I basically don't. Well, yeah, thanks I'm... everyone for joining. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess not. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh, fuck check everyone out, else. Check then. out a Bye. much better podcast.